Okay, I've been allowed to unmute. The Twitter gods have smiled upon me. Hello, everybody, and welcome to... Moss has also unmuted as well. Moss? Mute again, my brother. I can't mute him. Moss, my brother. Moss, my man. Okay, well, I'll start with my fantastic intro again so that we can clip it from this point onward. <laughs> okay, everybody, and welcome to today's Press Play Wednesday Spaces with Polkstarter.gg. We're going to be talking about game quests in this mega space. We have thankfully been joined by many of the games that are participating as our partners within our quests that are currently ongoing. So what we'll be doing today is we will just be giving the floor over to each one of the games that is here. And they'll have about five to seven minutes to answer some questions for us. And we'll get to hear their beautiful voices and hear their great insights. Uh, we do have a list and an order. And the first up is going to be, I'm 100% pronouncing your game names wrong, so I apologize. Um, Universe. So, hello, Universe. First things first, can you give a quick one-minute elevator pitch about what your game is? Yeah, for sure. Um, good morning, good morning. Sam here from the Universe. Uh, one-minute pitch on what we, what we have here. So, we're creating a, um, a gaming franchise that uh, allows gaming developers to build on our um, infrastructure that we're building out and it's a triple a game series we'll start with a speed run that uh you get your nft which you can then uh, level up with metadata upgrades uh, we have a really star-studded team with tony Harmon and wyeth ridgeway who have a lot of experience in gaming and uh, dave jones as well is on the team Awesome. Fantastic. Look at that. Managing to stick within the one minute as well. Perfect example of how to give your one minute elevator pitch. So our next question is, so how do you see these quests changing the landscape of gaming, in your opinion, giving players more rewards for just playing and enjoying the games they already were playing? Yeah, I think it's a great way to uh, add value to your core community, giving them a great experience and uh, adding tools that they can, uh, you know, add to their gaming experience and, and be rewarded accordingly. I think it's, I think it's a great net positive for Web3 Gaming. So I'm very, you know, I'm very happy to be, you know, part of the the games, the universes that that's on board. So thanks, guys. Excellent, awesome. Yeah, I think that is a good, um, good way of putting it. A net positive for the whole space in general, getting people to go through and come in and see these quests and ideally see the games around them as well that they can also have just as much fun in as well as your own and the games they're used to so the third and final question for yourselves this one has a little bit more time for you to expand on 
what's next for your game in particular? What big things should people be looking out for from yourselves? Yeah, awesome. So we have another hero character dropping soon, uh, Krisha, to add to our first hero, Ryu. Uh, and we have obviously just dropped our our um, beta of the Proving Grounds, which is available to play now and is part of, obviously, uh, the PokerStars quest system. And yeah, so I'll keep an eye out for Krisha. And we also have clones available. So if anyone doesn't have a uh, hero to play the game we we have a lot of free clones available that people can you know get a chance to to try a lot out for so that's what to look forward to fantastic excellent it sounds like all this is going fantastically swimmingly for yourselves over there and being able to get some clones to jump into the game in general so you have successfully completed the task of describing yourself in under five minutes and answering all my questions perfect example <laughs> thank you so much for coming up for this speed dating style spaces we're performing today so guys make sure you go check out the uh Unioverse. um actually before i let you go can you tell me how to say the projects or games names correctly please yeah sure it is the universe it's like the universe with the o in it so yeah universe you've got it perfect awesome thank you so much for confirming that i was correct i had many a phonetic spellings coming through in the telegram chat on how i should be spelling this and i was sticking to my guns and i'm glad that i was right thank you so much okay so next we're going to be going over to elysium so, uh, Elysium, sorry, Legends of Elysium, full title. Can you give a quick one-minute elevator pitch about your game for us? Yeah, sure. So, it's Skylark from Legends of Elysium. So, at Legends of Elysium, we are building a game that is actually a fusion of trading card game and board game. So, whenever you play the card, you actually play it on a, a board made of hexes. And once the unit is there, you can move it around, occupy special fields, attack opponent units, and of course, you're trying to get to the opponent's hero and destroy him. So uh, it's like a combination of Magic the Gathering with Kata, Neuroshima Hex. So if any of those titles, you know, resonate with you, that would summarize, you know, what we're building at uh, Legends of Elysium. Thank you for that. That's a great quick pitch for you there. In terms of the quests with PGG, how do you see that changing the landscape of gaming? Hey, hey, did you hear the, the, the second part, what it said, or did it cut me through? Uh, we, we only heard your elevator pitch. We didn't hear your excitement for quests. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear your question. Uh, yeah, for the, for the quests part, uh, well, I, I believe that uh, this is a great way for you know, user acquisition, uh, because it's bringing the, this this fresh view of uh, of the game, and people who didn't hear, uh, didn't learn about the game before, they can, uh, in a fun way, uh, engage with it and uh, and learn a little bit more about it, either through you know out game quests or in game quests, even better when they the quest requires them to log in to to try the game, uh, to to win a battle uh, or or 
or try different heroes within the game, depending on what it is. So I believe this kind of missions and uh, quests are, are are the way to go, and they are really transforming the gaming space uh, how we see it at the moment. And I think it's definitely very exciting seeing the badges come up on Twitter as people are completing the different quests for the game. And then your final question in the speed dating, what's next for the game? What big things can we expect to see in the future? Uh, so maybe let's, let me start from the present because we just a few hours ago started our Genesis NFT sale. Uh, so, so that's uh, the, the recent exciting things. And our alpha is uh, also live at the moment. Uh, and for the near future, uh, we are preparing ourselves for uh, for the closed beta that is going to happen during the summer, most likely around uh, July, August. Uh, so, so closed beta is already planned to be on the mainnet, where uh, everyone with the closed beta pass will be able to to jump in and already start playing the game. Uh, during the mainnet phase and around the time um, of the release of the game, we're also be going to launch the token. And at the same time, we are already uh, preparing our first expansion that will follow through a few months after the, the, the official uh, release of the game as well. So so a lot of uh, interesting things are, are coming for Legends of Elysium. And uh, we are looking forward into the future. Lots of exciting things on the timeline there. Uh, if everyone is interested, make sure to follow so you can keep up to date with those d dates as they start popping through and jump in and get to play the game. Thanks for coming up. Thank you as well. Okay, it's time to look for the next project. I'm having a bit of a hard time seeing them, but oh, there they are. The Bornless. So, The Bornless, can you give me a quick one-minute elevator pitch of your game, please? Yes, yes, I can, my friend. Uh, I'm Harper, head of community at The Bornless, and I'm going to quickly introduce you to the uh, horrible mystery that is The Bornless. Uh, it's a horror-themed um, FPS universe, one could say, where the first game mode is a battle royale-inspired thing where... You just don't fight your enemies. You also fight a, a demon who likes to to eat you, basically. Um, a lot of things are coming. A lot of things are cooking. We have our we're in, in playable uh, alpha right now. A lot of tournaments. A lot of growth, and we are happy to be here with podcast today. Fantastic. Yes, a very great description of the game there, Harper. I love the, the horrible, dark mystery of it all. <laughs> so how do you see quests changing the landscape of gaming and just our space in general as a way of rewarding players for playing the games? Uh, I, I think that quests and gamification is something that benefits not just web free, but games as a whole. I think it's one of the bigger aspects of what we're when we're talking about metaverse. What we're really what we're really meaning that you can interact with games from from like your community, your base. Like the Polka Starter Fam is, um, they're having this quest system where they introduce people to different games, and they can be a part of the Polka Starter Fam. They do everything they're doing and get acquainted with different good games and and be a part of them with 
both with the kinds of rewards, but also the kinds of quests and stuff that can be, you know, be added to the games. Um, I believe that, for example, adding things that you do in the game that will reflect how your, let's say your soulbound tokens or your internet profile or um, whatever, I mean, it will show, it will, it will bring a wider meaning to the metaverse as a whole, uh, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I think that's a fantastic answer again from Harper. And I think just bringing wider meaning, not only to, like you said, just any gaming in general, I think someone described it as um, a good part for socials outside of the game itself as well to help you connect with other players that might have the gaming interests you have. So, Harper, the next question, the big question, what do people have to look forward to in the near to mid-future for The Bornless? A shit ton, insane amounts, of course, because <laughs> we, we all love the hype. Now, now, now but really, we, uh, we just recently revealed that we are pretty much done with our remigration to Unreal Engine 5. So the game has always been looking good, but it will look really, really good uh, the next time we update it. Uh, we have ongoing tournaments with, with a lot of good partners. We have, like, we're in the Extreme Championship Series with Xborg. The second qualifier started yesterday. Watch that on Tuesdays, uh, keep uh, following it, uh, become a part of what we're doing. Um, and then we have a lot of fun reveals this summer that I that I I really shouldn't say anything more about, but they're pretty 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 cool. Sounds fantastic. Always a good thing to be looking out for more gameplay of the Bornless. And thanks again for coming up on stage. We're now going to move across to our next one. But before we do, I know everyone listening is definitely excited for the PGG quests. So make sure to flex your badges in the comment section down below. So we're over to Aperion. Give us your quick one-minute elevator pitch of the game. Oh, hi. Thanks for having me, and thanks for all having me here. Um, so I'm Frank. I'm the co-founder of Aperion. Aperon is available now, the battle version on Pokestarter. Uh, well, this game is, all I could say is, um, the gameplay is absolutely new. Nothing like it in Web3 or Web2. The mechanisms are a merge of action, real-time strategy, and card-based battles. Uh, it's very exciting, challenging, and uh, have a really deep uh, gameplay strategy at the deep end as well. And uh, practice now. The season one is out now. Season two is coming in two weeks. And uh, at the end of season two is our game launch featuring a $200,000 cash prize pool. So practice now and you'll be rewarded. But uh, be warned, the game is not easy. And um, take some time to look into it or go to our community and uh, get some tips. That's it. 100% a good idea on trying to get out there and get some tips. I know I've been struggling with a couple of the quests because I'm not very good. Um, in terms of quests themselves, what made you guys excited for quests and how do you see quests changing the landscape? Um, I think crypto and Web3 has always been one of the most powerful incentive platforms. Um, games have always relied on incentives to uh, to push users further forward. Self improvement is a great thing. In game rewards is another. Achievements is also a powerful one. Not only can combine them with monetary rewards, it's supposed to be an extremely powerful mechanism. 
Um, and now that uh, there's these quest platforms such as Pokestar and Popcom with all these rewards in, I think uh, once we really do get a great game going, the incentivized platform will be um, multiplied and the growth will be exponential. You just really, really need the, the great games out and complete so that um, players can actually find great games in the space. That's what quests we're looking forward to um, for Season 1. I mean, just completing the third death, defeating the boss is already quite a feat. Most people take around an hour or two, although the top end only takes 14 minutes. But um, yeah, have fun. But what really comes is Season 2. Season 2 is a much more complete game with roguelite cycles, highly replayable, and we've modeled uh, a free mint and uh, and some airdrops, our future token airdrop for our game launch in August, uh, couple with it. So lots of stuff to look forward to and really want to see which players can ultimately claim the top of the leaderboards in Season 2. No, that all sounds very exciting. And you did touch on my final question of what's next for your game. Is there any last words that you want to add before we move on to the next project? Uh, well, take a look and complete the focus on the quests. Um, if you can complete Season 1, uh, you can actually get a free battle pass uh, from our community. Uh, our partners, such as Pokestardo, is just one of them, have Dudalic Wings. These wings are actually special items that allows you to mint an apostle for free in Season 2. So stay tuned and practice with Season 1 and get ready for Season 2. Yeah, and thanks again for joining us up on stage. Thank you, Pokestardo. I also want to say that you definitely do need to be doing uh, some tricks, tips, and practicing of Aperion. It's one of the games that I've still not managed to get all the way through. It's okay. Season 2 will be a lot easier. Season 1, we tuned up the, the difficulty by, by quite a lot. You won't see this level of difficulty in Season 2 until you reach the late cycles. Awesome. Good to hear. Good to hear. Okay, so we're going to be moving on to the next game. And next up, we have Kronos Dawn of Time. So can you give me your one minute elevator pitch of the game, please, sir? For sure, for sure. Uh, so it's fun for um, Kronos. It's uh, a quick intro. Uh, the game is an action platformer setting a post-apocalyptic world. Uh, it's available for both PC and mobile, and it has like three core gameplay mechanics, uh, being uh, building your own empire, uh, exploring randomly generated dungeons. Uh, you can go solo or with friends, so it's uh, solo or co-op. And also, uh, which is what we released a few weeks ago, what we released a few months ago, we was the PvP, so you can engage in casual or more competitive uh, PvP matches. And it's always hard to describe gameplay with words, so it's kind of a mix like of Terraria and Smash Bros, if that makes sense, but also adding a lot of uh, customization options uh, and RPG progression systems. Fantastic one minute little intro there of Chrono Store of Time. Yes, the PvP was added, and I had the delights of shoutcasting one of the uh, PvP events. It's uh, super fun to watch those long boys uh, going at it. So, uh, Fan, in your opinion, how can doing quests like this outside of the games but linked to in game actions and other social actions around the games help improve the landscape we're in? I think it's just awesome. Because it not only rewards the, the users, the players, but it also, uh, there are two more things, I think. 
the discovery, which allows them to discover new Web3 games or even Web2 games or, or whatever. But basically, you put all the games in the same platform, in the same hub, and you show them and you give them also, which is the second point, purpose, right? And I think uh, doing quests inside of games is great. And having that outside, like a meta quest or some sorts, and just giving the players purpose inside of those games, giving something them to do and being incentivized, I think it's just great. So I think it's great in all senses for both rewards, uh, discovery, and purpose. Yeah, I like the idea of that, of um, of just a discovery mechanic to discover other games. I know people have already mentioned that they joined our questing for one game that they were already part of, and then they found other games that they're now going to be putting their time into just because they were mandated to do it by the quest, but then ended up being a game they also enjoyed as well. So I think that's a fantastic explanation of how it benefits everybody in the whole space together. So, Fan, uh, you touched on that you're now mobile as well as PC, but what big things do we have to look forward to from Kronos Dawn of Time? I think that's one of the biggest, actually, uh, the mobile release. Uh, we're really working hard on that one, and we're also revamping, improving a lot of the combat systems. Of course, the single-player version, uh, people want PvP and one PvE, want both of them, and uh, we're now really focused on mobile and the PvE uh, version, which is exploring this, those dungeons, going with friends, uh, fighting hidden passages, exploring new worlds, etc. And the fact that being able to play in mobile, I think it just adds an, an incredible layer to the game. Yeah, awesome. So what else do we have to look forward to on top of the mobile fan? Sure. So, uh, of course, marketing-wise, we're uh, also working uh, on some of the things that people love, free means, love uh, that kind of stuff. So I... I cannot say much, but we're working on some of those things alongside, the, of course, the full game launch, which will be around by the end of the year, which are a lot of the things that people are really looking forward to. And, and that includes the, the new combat system, the new adventure mode, the mobile version, and uh, the story mode, all of the chapters and, and more things that we're adding onto the game. That's awesome to hear that you have a rough timeline for when a more complete game is going to be available to everyone, especially as you're one of the uh, the first games and people I was interacting with when I, I joined this space way, way back when. So it's glad to hear um, that you have the full thing coming. And uh, thanks for coming up on stage to speak at this spaces for us today, Fan. Yeah, thanks to you. Definite big thanks there for Kronos. We are now going to move over to Ether Games, one minute, elevate pitch, elevate pitch of your game, please. Hey, hey, hey there, dear guys. Extremely glad to see you all here shaping the landscapes of gaming at Polka Starter. And yes, basically, Ether Games is a mixed media game development and cinema production company who raised $4.5 million in liquidity for our ongoing developments, uh, which include uh, Cards of Eternity, a uh, trading card game already live on Epic Games. Go ahead and play it. And Gates of Eternity, and of course, uh, Ether Cinematic Series. We are focused on esports and true asset ownership, uh, yet we are mixing both audiences into uh, one whole unified space, so we don't disregard the needs of Web2 players. We have a free-to-play mode which doesn't require any Web3 integrations, Yet, at the same time, we have plenty of utilities for crypto users. Uh, for example, for our founder pack holders and Gen Genesis elites. And that's basically it. 
very good wrap up of the game. Uh, I was streaming it last night to try and do the quests. Um, I didn't get a single win, so I've not done well, but I have been playing ranked games. So I'm slowly ticking that one off. Uh, how do you see the quest change in the landscape of gaming? Uh, I can see that Oka Starter game quests certainly augment the landscape of gaming, and it brings Oka Starter community closer and closer to like Web3 and alternative of Steam in general, because you are unifying all projects under one big umbrella, and you incentivize your own users and our Oka Starter community to go check everything out, go through every project, collect all benefits, and for existing project audiences. That is just a huge magnification on top of their efforts. Uh, for example, our users surely uh, don't have to be alone on their quests, doing them only in Cards of Fraternity, when they can jump into Polka Starter and get many, many exciting rewards on top. I think the unifying point's a really good one, especially with your, all the games being on Polygon Gaming, uh, bringing you all into one place so people can experience it with quite an easy transition across the different games to find each other. It's definitely a, a great point. In terms of uh, the game's future... Oh, yeah, sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. In, <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, that unification point brings out for eternal gameplay, basically, because even if some project evolves into something else, the assets uh, on Polka Starter and on Polygon will still be available for the users as... Uh, re through retaining their collector's value or through retaining their in-game value. So that would be quite easy for everyone to pick up at any point of time. And regarding our uh, exciting future is that very soon we are going live with our own token network. So for everybody interested, it's a high time to jump on the bandwagon and get your Eternals because uh, NFTs, as always, uh, in the space grant you your own personal allocation. Uh, so if you want to be early and to hog up on some Ether tokens, it's your high time to join. No, that's all really exciting. And I'm definitely going to be trying the quest again to get what I've got to get two wins, but I'll take one win at this point. Um, it's getting pretty desperate out there, to be honest. Yeah, I'm not very good. Uh, but no, well, thanks again uh, for joining us on for you, stage. For you personally, for you, personally uh, you can join uh, a fresh player tournament tomorrow. It's called Blades of Grass. We are holding it three times per week. And as I said, we are focused on esports landscape. Uh, landscape and we partnered with community gaming and other professional esports platforms. So it's understandable that our Competitive is uh, our community is filled with competitive gamers. So at this point in time, it's quite hard to find a newbie player uh, on our scene. That's why we are holding a specifically dedicated newbie competitions. And I guess if you join us tomorrow, you'll be able to fill all your Polka starter quests easily. Uh, I thank you for your faith in me, but I feel that I probably still wouldn't. <laughs> but anyway, no, thanks for joining us up on stage, and I will get practicing. Back to you, Jeff. Yeah, you're very welcome. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming up. I still want to say the only thing, well, the main thing I ever say about Cards of Eternity is if any of you have experienced bad voice acting in any of your games so far, go over, play Cards of Eternity, pick the Viking as your chap, and be blown away 
by the voice acting that is in that game. <laughs> okay, so everybody, just as a reminder, if you want to be dropping how many badges you completed in the comments for this space, that would be fantastic to see. I've been seeing walls of green on my field all day of some people that have almost completed all of them. I've only seen a couple that have completed all of them. A lot of people are one and two short so far. And with that, we're going to be moving on to the next project, who is going to be a Tearing Spaces. So, Tearing Spaces, can hello, you jump hello. in? Thank you. <laughs> How are it's we guys? Good to, it's to be on the panel. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's, well, it's fine. It's fine. Give us your one-minute elevator pitch. Can do. Yeah. So, Tearing Spaces is a 3v3 MOBA with PvE and PvP social play in a vibrant, colourful and fast-paced anime world. As the first game coming to market under Sign of Global Games, and will be a cornerstone game in a larger ecosystem in the future. Uh, quick note on the game. So, uh, yeah, two teams on parallel battlefields race slash and slam their way through three rooms, two monster rooms and a final boss room. First to defeat their boss wins. Uh, throughout the battlefield, there are portals where you can teleport over to the other team's side and ambush and cause general chaos and havoc. Um, so lots of fun, competitive slashing in a fun anime style where you own the assets that you earn. But that's us. Awesome. I love the uh, the mention there of just a corner part of the whole planned uh, huge world that is going to be under the Sino Global as well. Just not this isn't the only game. It's just the game currently. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So moving on to my next question. Um, how do you see quests affecting games and projects that participate in them? I think uh, it benefits um players games and even the industry so for players obviously we've mentioned it's good for great game discovery um in addition to rewarding current players it's actually a great way for um uh, new players uh, who haven't played your game yet to to get eyeballs on your game um also it may encourage cross-pollination of games is something i've been i've been thinking it kind of allows players to de uh, kind of dive deeper into games and in the future may encourage some cross-game ip or asset sharing uh, it's always good to share the fun uh, for the game side, obviously, it's a great way to reward your top followers. Um, also, I think it's a great way to test out some new game mechanics and break some player habits. Maybe they always play a certain way and never never try new things. Um, you can incentivize, you know, testing out new game mechanics, um, kind of showing it off to your players, and also getting some some feedback and, and data yourself on the on how it performs. Uh, also for the industry, um, I think it's great to link rewards to actual in-game activities um, that's something that wasn't necessarily done in the first generation of web3 games where kind of value and rewards were more or less decoupled this kind of anchors it right in so i think it's good for everyone yeah i love your final point there um of anchoring stuff in and bringing it together that way it's uh it is a, a new look, I think, and I think it's a fantastic look that's going to be uh, used as everyone moves forward. <laughs> okay, so what do we have to look forward to from Tearing Spaces? In lots the and lots and lots. Uh, the near term will be the weapons. Uh, so weapons are key to the game. Essentially, you need to equip a weapon to activate your, uh, to kind of supercharge your, your game in Web3. Uh, it enables uh, collecting and it, it essentially enables the Web3 aspects. So um, people who uh, know us know we are, uh, our closed beta is currently 
uh, running. Uh, everybody who participates has a pass card. You're accruing battle points and event points on that card. Uh, at the end, we will rank them all, and that pass will convert into a weapon box. So at the moment, just playing this closed beta is the um, best opportunity you'll get for a while to get your hands on a weapon. In the future, you're going to have to... Um, you're going to have to uh, forge in game. You're going to have to collect the materials. Um, you're going to have to put put a lot more work in. So um, yeah, weapons are the big launch uh, coming up, which will be um, at the end of the closed beta. Awesome! Sounds like all very exciting stuff. And a big thank you for coming up on our space today. Thanks for having me. Now we'll be heading over to Sunflower Land. Omar didn't let me have a buzzer because he said it was too much like a game show. But I have my buzzer ready, Sunflower Land, for your one-minute elevator pitch. I need a buzzer? What, you think I'm going to talk too much? Never. Although I do think George has a voice that... Do you remember those adverts on the radio where it was like, um, the disclaimers that you used to get, like this information provided does not constitute any investment advice, financial advice, trading advice, or any other sort of advice. You should not invest in cryptocurrencies. Like you could definitely do that, George. Um, I don't really. Know That's exactly what I'm going for with the pre-planned questions. <laughs> you've got it. Yeah, you've got it. I, look, I don't need to introduce Sunflower Land. I mean, if you don't know about who we are, then do you even web-free game, bro? I mean, look, we broke Polygon for a week. Um, we had no investment, no funding. We had no. Uh, there was no pre-mine, and we managed to acquire 200,000 daily active users, which is now sitting at about 30,000 daily active users of people who are farming sunflowers. Uh, they are chopping wood. They are mining uh, resources. They are gathering NFTs. It's a pixel art, kind of like web-free farming simulator on Polygon. It's just a chill, relaxed, kind of open-source community, and we're just all having fun doing our thing. No, I think that is a very good intro. I know as someone who started Sunflower Land when it uh, first opened and then seeing kind of what the game is like now, um, it's been a great progression to see. So definitely worth going to check out all of you farmers. I know Moss is out there planting his plants and gathering his seeds. Um, so in terms of the quests, how do you see them interacting with the gaming landscape? I think quests are, are critical right now because for so long, so many web free projects have just been talking trash about the, the utility and value of their NFTs. And it almost feels like we've become an investment vehicle rather than a gaming vehicle. And like games are meant to be fun. It's meant to be like a form of escapism for you to forget about life and enjoy yourself. And I kind of feel like we've lost that. So I'm really hoping that questing more narrative driven uh, gameplay is, is going to kind of start to revive the game itself so that web free games can be seen as games and not just as a joke as Ponzonomics was w where we are right now if, if I look at the broader landscape but by saying that like look we're all here because we want to make some money we've all got this idea that we can generate income from playing games and I play games myself you know I used to stream my games because I didn't want to waste my time so streaming my games felt like I was creating content, which almost felt like I had value in my time that wasn't wasted. And that's all people want. People just don't want to waste their time. They want to play a game. And at the end of playing that game, feel like they have something of value that if they want, they can sell. And I think that's what's missing is it's not about how much you can earn in the utility token of playing a game. It's about grinding and spending time and then somebody paying for that time later who doesn't want to do the same thing. And I think for all those people that are looking for a quick win, I mean, hey, let, let's let, 
let's give you one right now. I'm looking right now on the questing board. I don't know if anyone else has uh, done this yet. If you haven't, then you're missing out. But if you go into pokerstarter.gg forward slash quest, you can see all of the quests. And I can see every single game and everyone who is questing. And I can see Sunflower Land with almost 2,000 people competing at the moment for, for this quest. So here's my challenge to you right now. And George, I'm going to need your help on this. If any other game can overtake us in users competing for their quests, I will do a giveaway on poker starters. But George, I need you to help me. I don't know how much we should give away. What what's kind of a US dollar value we can put on this to to give away to 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 whatever whatever project overtakes us in the next four days? <laughs> Massively on the spot here, Steve. I have no idea. I, 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 yeah, that's that's my role. That's my job up here is putting other people on the spot. Uh, what would you think was fair to people to be able to catch up and overtake Sunflower Land, Big Steve? I don't, I don't think anyone can, to be fair. So you give me, a, give me a number. What do you think? Give me, a, give me a US dollar value. Come on. Or gas? Maybe you want to. Or in the comments. What do you okay, no. Okay, good suggestion here. Uh, the final number of users on that quest. Wow. Okay, that's that's, that's crazy. <laughs> that's a lot. Okay, because that's going to be like, if we've got nearly 2,000, that's going to be, wow, that's a lot. I don't know if I've got that much in the bank. I need, I need, to, I need to check with the missus to see if she'd let me spend that much. Um, <laughs> we oh, we don't need to go that big. Let's do okay, yeah. $500, right? $500 <laughs> into the community for anybody in the project that involved that overtakes us. I think that sounds very fair. Um, and I definitely can see Steve going out and rounding up all the sunflowers. Um, yeah, to but get here's involved. a catch. You've got, to, you've got to be in sunflower land as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I but no, it. that's... To answer your question, mm. questing should be fun. This should be fun. This is like not, we, we don't want to be serious here. We want to enjoy ourselves. And that's what this is all about to me. I've met so many incredible people on this journey. And what you're doing right now is bringing all of those different communities together into one space. And I love that. It's not about one game. It's not about whether it's going to be us or them or this or that. It doesn't matter. We're all in the same space together. We're all grown together. And, and at the end of the day, I don't know about you, but I play many different games. And when I get bored of one game, I'll play another game. And then I might go back to a game if it's good. And so this having this space to be able to explore and experience different games, I love it. I think you're doing an incredible thing. I 100% agree. And I also play many games. So I think that's a great suggestion. George has somehow got himself stuck on mute. So I'll be talking for both of us for now. Speechless, uh, I funny... think, is what you're thinking. Speechless. He was scared. I think that's what happened. You put yeah. him on the spot and he went, he's gone and cried somewhere. Um, but in terms of the future, what's big coming up for Sunflower Land? Uh, yeah, good question. So we have a lot going on at the moment. We've just launched our first uh, official season, which is more of an RPG element to the game, Stormbreaker. Uh, so we're going into this new seasonal cycle now where we're going to be launching new seasons with new islands, new content. Um, we have a lot of really cool things coming up, but the one that I am still the most excited for, it's been on the radar for such a long time, is I'm waiting for fishing. I really want to be able to get into fishing because one of the things I'm excited to do with you guys, this is a bit of alpha or drop now, is we're going to host a fishing tournament. 
And I really want to get a fishing tournament live in Sunflower Land with a quest through you guys. I think that's going to be incredible. But no, there's there's just there's just so much going on. I mean, um, one of the other big things at the moment that some people might not have seen is we have our Pumpkin Plaza, which is actually how we're starting to build into the community now. So you can go and interact. You can chat with other people live. You can um, you can speak to people. And in the very near future, you're going to have your bumpkin, which is your PFP character inside the game. You're going to be able to move that character around the maps. So we're going to move from a very much a point and click game into a more of an interactive game where you're going to be able to interact with other community members, interact with other NPCs. Um, and as we grow this NPC, uh, this uh, RPG element of the game, you, you're just going to see more and more of this as, as we start to expand. Sounds very exciting. And I can't wait to see all of these um, unfurl in the future. Before we move on to the next two projects, we do have OG on stage who wants to give a quick shout out before we move on. Hey guys, yeah, Big sorry. Big poker starter. <laughs> sorry to interrupt. Um, I just wanted to say a quick thank you to obviously all the games that A, um, joined us today in the space, but also B, uh, joined us in this launch. It was incredibly hectic. Thank you to everyone that obviously made the API integration happen. I think we, we saw some really cool examples. Um, I tried out the quests myself yesterday, and it was great to you know watch all those sunflower seeds and waiting for them and then actually harvesting them to then see the quest being completed. It, it was all beautiful. So just a big shout out to you and your you know tech team and all the devs that were involved. Um, and also I see Soulbound in... Uh, the space listening in i just wanted to say a big shout out to you guys as well for helping us make things work on the back end with all the distribution and um all the nft uh, wistech stuff on your side as well uh but yeah just a quick thank you quick shout out to all of you and um thanks to obviously george and uh, gasport for always making this entertaining to listen to carry on Thank you for your permission to carry on, Big Papa OG. Uh, this is another one of the reasons why I now have an Android and an iPhone. Not only can I play all the games across all the platforms, I can switch mid-spaces so that I don't get done in by not being able to unmute. So next up, we have Shatterpoint. Shatterpoint, can you give me a quick one-minute intro about your game, please? Sure, sure. Hey, everyone. Thanks, Paul Costarder, for inviting Shatterpoint to this special Twitter space today. Kudos to George, amazing host. It's my pleasure to be here. I'm Ned, head of partnerships at Blog Games and Shatterpoint. For those who don't know us, Blog Games is a chain agnostic web free games publisher. The company was established together with Asati, a leading European game studio, which alone has 50 million monthly active players. Our first web-free title and star project is, of course, Shadowpoint, which was the first ever Polygon Network project minted on Magic Eden. So a little bit about what's happening in the Shadowpoint game. Players create their hero and take it through PvE, PvP gameplay modes, enjoying expansive gameplay mode across five distinctive worlds to be conquered by five unique heroes, along with an endless skirmish mode and one versus one, two versus two, and three versus three team death matches, while also competing against other players through limited achievements to win NFT rewards, like basic NFT heroes, runes, cosmetics, and of course, other assets. 
It all sounds fantastic. And it was great to hear about all the success you've had so far, especially being the first to be minted on Magic Eden. That's awesome. As well as Magic Eden's content creation partners. So everyone may have seen my beautiful face along with my fantastic voice over there as well. So the next question coming out is, how do you think questing is going to be helping games, projects, and people taking part within the questing and reward systems? Sure, I think all the speakers have contributed so much and said so many things. Um, my personal input, well, quests have a profound impact on the gaming landscape by providing structured objectives and engaging narratives for players to explore. They enhance gameplay depth, immersion, and player agency, transforming the gaming experience into a dynamic and evolving adventure. That's the way I see it. And overall, we are very happy to be launch partners of Polka Starter Gaming Quests. And we see the value you will be bringing to all these great projects that gather here today. Yeah, I think everyone finds value. And I think that's a great way to sum it up. It's so interesting to hear the way that everyone is describing the benefits that people are going to get slightly different from one another. But all is about bringing value to the players and the projects and the projects surrounding these projects as well. I think that's uh, it's just an awesome idea to go through. So let us know what is up next for Shatterpoint. Well, we are currently making some tweaks to the Shatterpoint game um, to ensure it's uh, primed and polished for an open beta. Um, this includes rebalancing gameplay, refining the progression curve and adding fresh content, among other things. As some of these adjustments are quite substantial, we don't yet have a set date for the open beta, but it should not take very long as team is working very hard to deliver. And we will keep, of course, our community in the loop as we continue to fine tune the game. But please do try out our closed alpha, which is currently available for Shadowpoint fans. It's uh, also an awesome, awesome stage. Uh, much more chance to, to win different rewards uh, at this point compared to when we will enter into Open Vita. A lot of fantastic stuff to be waiting out for and obviously more fantastic gameplay to be had. So thank you for coming up on stage with us today. And also thank you for being part of the quest in general. Uh, everybody, make sure you follow uh, Shadowpoint to stay up to date with everything they are doing because I assume they've got a lot more coming up as well. So handing over to Felix for the last and final. For Trevor. Trevor's my favorite Shatterpointer. Uh, before we head over, thanks for everyone who's been posting your badges in the comments. Keep throwing them in there. It's great to see how everyone's progressing through. I know Papi OG has been flexing his on the timeline as well. But over to our last project for the day, um, Metastar Strikers. Give us your one-minute elevator pitch of your game, please. Hi, everyone. Thanks for, for having us. I'm, I'm Pedro, CEO of Vault Games. Vault Games is building. Uh, is the company behind Metastar Strikers. It's it's great to be here. Great to see such such positivity in this in this space. Uh, it's good. It's a it's a refresh for sure uh, from from the the full bear market that we we had a few months ago. So it's it's great to see the energy here in such great projects building. Um, and uh, yeah, Medicine Strikers is uh, we like to call ourselves the the reference football game, football arcade game on Web three. Uh, basically, you take FIFA, which is eleven versus eleven. 
but uh, we we lower it down to four players on each side. So it's four versus four, kind of like futsal. Uh, and um, yeah, much much more arcadey, much more action packed, much more focused on the on the fun moments of the gameplay. Um, basically, on, on on the goals, on the shots, on the tackles. There's no referees, so no rules, so you can do whatever you want, which is also uh, why we believe that the, the game is more fun. And uh, yeah, we're 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 pretty excited about the future. Um, the long-term vision for the project is to not only build a football game, but build different sports games, which are interoperable between themselves. Uh, starting out with football, then reaching out to other sports like basketball, tennis, and golf, and allowing players to use the same NFT across different titles. And uh, yeah, that's that's the one-minute pitch. All right. All very exciting. And in the arcade style of football is a good way of summing it up. Um, in terms of quests, how do you see the quests tying in with your game and as well as the larger landscape? Yes, I think, I mean, uh, everyone here has, has said great things about this and I'm, I'm not sure I have much much else to add, but uh, basically I feel like quests are, are good for, for players to discover new games, new fun, fantastic games. I feel like quests are are in some way relatively similar to uh, achievements in, in PlayStation Network, in, in Xbox, in Nintendo, etc. So it incentivizes players to to go for that for that extra mile to that completion uh, to get the badge, to get the rewards. Uh, so I think it's a great way to to improve uh, the the game uh, mechanics themselves. Um, and uh, yeah, I think just it, it, it's it's an overall great incentive. And for me, Web three is all about uh, two things: uh, community. Uh, and and also the 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 help and the the, the cross promotion that exists, right? I, I see a lot of collaboration happening in Web three that that I did not see in Web two. So we're a Web two mobile gaming studio originally, um, and the the fact that uh, we've partnered up with so many projects already, uh, even prior to release, uh, is is something that really excites me. And uh, the space just just has so much potential, um, and quests help that, right? Um, so yeah, I think it's 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 a great mechanic, and congratulations to Polka Starter and the whole team for for setting that up. And I think it's it's the start of something big. <laughs> Someone's found the uh, found the soundboard. Um, nice. And then in <laughs> in terms of the future, what's coming up next for MSR Strikers? Yeah, so basically we just wrapped up our first tournament, uh, our first in-game tournament. So players were, were tasked to download the game, um, play for 10 days, different matches, and score as many goals as possible throughout, throughout the 10 days. Um, and we had some crazy good results. So we had over 4,000 players playing organically from our community. Um, and we got some really good metrics. So over 1.5 million goals were scored. Uh, over 100,000 matches were played. Um, and each user on average played daily over one hour. So that's that's a long time that each user is playing the game. So it really shows that the game is engaging and fun to play. And we believe that we're still at a very, very early stage uh, of, of, of our lifetime, right? We What I usually say is at this stage, we're at like 30% of the game's potential. Um, and that uh, getting these numbers at this stage is... For me, it's 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 a big incentive to keep going, to keep moving forward, um, and in the future, people can expect more tournaments for us, from us, uh, with with some good rewards to incentivize them to further play, more quests, uh, hopefully in partnership here with Volca Starter, um, and um, yeah, we, we're not yet uh, launched globally, so the game is is in is in, in is in its beta, so anyone can download and play. I invite you to to join our Discord and, and download the game on Android or iOS. 
but uh, we hope to reach global launch uh, by August, September this year. Uh, so we're pretty close. Um, and yeah, uh, just um, grow the community, grow the team, um, and just, just grow the project to uh, to really onboard as many people as possible to to this uh, football game that we have here that we believe is, is tremendously fun. Uh, we've also sold out a few NFTs on Magic Eden, and we do plan to do some, some mints in the future, so stay tuned for that. But yeah, I'm just super excited about this space, super excited about what everyone else here is building. And uh, yeah, congrats again to Polka Starter for setting this up and for the whole Quest system. It's it's fantastic. And thanks for that. It sounds like there's a lot in the future, so definitely worth keeping an eye on, everyone. And thanks for coming up and sharing your experiences of Quest and actually joining in for the Quest as well. Uh, hand over to George to close us out with some interesting stats. Thank you very much. So yeah, that was the last project that we have up here today. So it's time for some stats for all of you stats nerds out there. So far in just under two days, or maybe two days exactly by this point, 3,000 unique gamers, 10,000 quests started, and 40,000 missions have been completed. So very well done, everybody that is out there and earning rewards on the Polkstarter platform. Uh, just a reminder to everybody that is in the space now, make sure you go along and follow all of the projects that are up here on stage. Unfortunately, we were one space short, so make sure you also go and find Legends of Elysium that is now down in the crowd and don't forget to follow them on as well. Uh, so... That has been this week's press play has been a mega spaces. The quests will be continuing on. I've seen many a game and many a project in the audience as well as we have been uh, speaking today. Uh, just to let you know, this is not going to be a one-time thing. This is going to be something that progresses and hopefully gets bigger and bigger as time goes on. And we can include as many projects, games and things that users may want to interact with inside our questing uh, reward ecosystem. So I have been George. I've been co-hosted by Gaspode. Make sure you go and check him out as well and check me Hello. out. <laughs> Hello. Go and, well done, uh, Gaspode. Go... Well, no, I was just jumping in to remind you, uh, make sure that if you're in the audience and you have specific games that you want to see on the quests to uh, tag them, reach out to Pokestar, get their names in front of PGG and encourage them to get involved with the exciting quests. Congratulations. Yes, I was seeing the messages now pop up telling me to remember that part. Also, just want to say if you are doing the quest, it is a great idea to head over to the Polkstarter Discord as well as we have a little section in there where you can talk to other about others about doing said quests, maybe pick up some tricks, hints and tips on how to do said quests. And there's also a little section there to help you as well if you should get stuck. So I will see you all next week for next week's press play. But until then, goodbye.